But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here, Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is wrestling Rob in the building. It is Nick behind the glass. We are Goochless. Uh, he has been <laughs> suspended uh, with pay. Actually, you know what? Without pay. No uh, for an incident yesterday detrimental to the business. And by that, I mean you can't see it, but I was stabbed yesterday uh, at work. Uh, we were hanging backdrops, much like the one you see behind us. We were hanging one over here. He said it last night on Breaking Buds which I'll get into in a second. Uh, but he, um, yeah, he, he was doing the exacto knife thing, right? And I was holding it. And the, the first thing I thought of to myself, I was like, all right, just don't get your finger chopped off. Yeah. You know, we're good to go. And I kept like separating myself. So I was like, all right, I'm never, I'm, I'm way away from the exacto knife. He went all the way down. And then in a one fall, like, like one fell swoop, came back up with the knife, stuck me right in my hand. And, um, I saw stars, and so Gooch has been suspended. Um, was it one of those instances where, like, you saw it coming? You kind of knew it was going to happen? No, and, and <laughs> you know what? For about 15 minutes yesterday, to myself, sitting at my desk in my office, I contemplated if it was on purpose. <laughs> right? I was like, man, I did I deserve a stabbing? I don't know. I uh, I don't think I did, but anyway. Was this a crime? This, right? Is, was this a hate crime of any variation? <laughs> Um, but no, it's for, uh, shout out to Gooch and obviously the entire family. I know shout, uh, thoughts and prayers to Roxanne's husband, Tommy, who lost his father to a uh, couple days back. And today is the funeral. So our thoughts with you guys as well. Um, I do want to say that if you want to support Chop Sports and all of us here, you can do so by heading on to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. There is a bigger reason now to be a Patreon member, folks. Last night uh, on our YouTube channel around 9 o'clock, we did Breaking Buds uh, or Break Buds, the debut, right? It was a, it was a card breaking. I, I don't know where the term breaking came from. I don't know. Like, it's just to me, it's just unboxing or opening yeah. or anything like that. But anyway, so... They started that show last night, and there was a giveaway, and only if you were a Patreon member, any level, 3, 5, or 10, you were in this drawing where you won autographed memorabilia in their giveaway. So Joey and uh, Chris were on yesterday, and they gave a bunch of stuff away. I see it in the office. They're shipping it out today. Bailey was a winner. Um... I was a winner, but, uh, you know, just somebody want to uh, autograph Michael Vick helmet. Um, somebody wanted an autographed, uh, like a silver and red and black Atlanta Falcons, like an alternate, uh, helmet for the Atlanta Falcons. So somebody won that. So even if you were in the room, they did, a, a they did another away. live drawing. Yes. Yeah. So you have so to watch didn't... it live to be in it, but I definitely recommend it. it. It's got legs. And I said that to Gooch last night. I think it's got uh, tremendous, uh, potential. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's that. So anyway, uh, also, just so you know, brand new Fight Factory out, host yeah. over here, uh, Wrestling Rob, myself, and Tommy D sat down yesterday, recorded another banger of an episode uh, for the um, for the wrestling podcast. So if you're a wrestling fan, head on over there, check it out. Um, and that's really it. Uh, so now we have Sturch's rundown today. So Gooch not here, insert me. Um, there's a lot to talk about, obviously. Um, and we start with uh, Frankie Matas, Montas, Montas to the New York Yankees. A big, big get for the Yankees because, again, we were all waiting for the for the arm to get to New York. Mm -hmm. We thought it was going to be Castillo. 
That didn't happen. Um, so basically, I guess you can call this option B or maybe even 1A. I don't know, or whatever. Um, Frankie Montas is a great pitcher. Added now that Severino has been put on the 60-day sh- uh, shelf again, which is just nauseating at this point because, for God's sakes, like, stop. You know, like, yeah. for God's sakes, just, like, enough of this shit where people get hurt left and right, and this guy needs to be constantly shut down. And it's just, it's a very... Very annoying thing, uh, but Frankie was added, so that's good. But imagine waking up, you're 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 in Oakland, you're, you know, the season's going, and now you're just no, you're going like to lost. the Yankees. Yeah, dude. so he gets he gets himself <laughs> a nice little uh, uptick in as far as like you know their um their what you call what am I looking for here the, the contenders. Yeah, that's the good yeah. job, Nick. <laughs> the contains a contender now. He gets to play in the playoffs almost guaranteed, right? I mean, I would say it's guaranteed by Pretty now. Much, yeah. But um yeah, Frankie Montas gets a little bit of an upgrade in his life uh rather than just playing for the Yankees. Now you're actually going to be like popular and liked and known and all that stuff. <laughs> so it's going to be more than 5,000 people at the stadium. Right. Dude. They're actually going to sell out <laughs> Yankee Stadium and you're going to be like, "Wow, this is a crowd. This is crazy." Um but other MLB trades that went down, Nick, I know you pulled them up before. A lot went down yesterday. The most interesting one actually happened uh, to your boy over in Boston. Yeah. Midway oh, through his interview of batting practice. And we're talking about Christian Vasquez, the catcher for the Boston Red Sox. So he's sitting there and he's being interviewed by everybody. You know, it's it's it's, it's pregame. So everybody's interviewing everybody. And um, all of a sudden, like somebody was like, how do you feel about being traded to the Astros? And the guy's like. What? Yeah, you know, he's like almost like he didn't say anything, but he yeah. was just like, uh, uh, the next question and the next question, be like, yeah, you've been traded to the Astros. He's like, yeah, it's a it's a business. And then you see this creepy ass hand come out of nowhere and grab him on the shoulder, and basically it was like the old cartoons yeah. where you like throw him and you like yank him off stage. Get him out of That's there. what happened. Like all of a sudden he leaves and he's got to go in the hallway and go to the other locker room. Did so he- another one, Vasquez going from last from worst. To first yeah, in a trade. But listen, you know a lot of those guys who play for the AL East, especially if someone who's been around the organization for a while, a lot of those guys don't want to go play for Houston, man. A lot of bad blood between other teams and Houston. But okay. like he said, it's a business. Did they show him actually going into the Astros dugout? Oh, I, or I haven't seen that. That, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. I would have followed them the whole way. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, so that happens. What else we got, Nick? There's a couple other trades that are like jump off the charts. I mean, one of, one of the ones that... I'm still like scratching my head about is the fact that the Padres traded for Josh Hader from the Brewers. That, for me, question marks all around because they're in it. The Brewers are in it, and I yeah. understand his ERA last month was like over twelve, so he was he was going through it. He was going through it. Yikes. But like you're thinking, I'm like, all right, well, it's still it's still Hader, and he's still really good. You know, it's like so what what exactly are we doing? And um, you know, it is what it is. But that was yeah, I was probably the biggest blockbuster they, of the uh, day. I mean, the Padres traded. You know, four prospects to get hater. So it's like, yeah. And then they're also trying to get Soto and Bottom. So what are they? They're just all in now, huh? I mean, I guess, but like, that that's got to not so much piss off or worry the Mets fans, but like the Mets fans right now have the Braves who are also all yeah, in. Man. Oh, Nick, they made a couple moves as well, too, right? So yeah, the Braves traded uh, for Jake Odorizzi. Mm-hmm. Um, so that deal was. That one's not pulling up for some reason, but oh no, they traded uh, they traded Will Smith, the yeah, for and, well, but they acquired more time. The Braves are all in too, and yeah. they're also in the sweepstakes for Soto. Yeah. So it's like the Mets fans out there, and I know Till Mets do his part as actually joining us. They'll yep. be recording this week. Uh, the Brewers wanted to stay, uh, still contend, but not pay the sixteen million dollar price tag next year. Fair, very fair. You know, you yeah. don't want to do that. Uh, but the Mets fans have to be a little. 
alarmed and that now the not only the Braves, but now the Padres and now even the Brew Crew are still in it somehow. The Dodgers, like the NL is loaded, man. Yeah, you talk man. about a journey to get to the World Series. If the for whatever reason, and I'll say this now, I'll go on record. If the Mets make the World Series this year, it'll be the greatest run you've ever seen because they have to they have to slay That's the point, Giants dude. out there. Not just the San Francisco Giants, yeah. but like the proverbial Giants, where they're just they have to run through these teams that are loading up right now. As today, I forget what time it's at. I think it's six o'clock. Uh, is the trade deadline? So there's teams still doing their thing, trying to add pieces. And the biggest piece, we'll get into it, I guess we can get into it now, is still Juan Soto. Yeah. And I said it a couple weeks ago, I was like, I, the more I look at this, the more I feel like the guy's not on the move. They still have control. They still can just hang on to him. I get his value is probably as big as it's going to be right now, ever. You know, like his value right now is probably the most you're ever going to get for a Juan Soto. But... I don't know, man. I just feel like if somebody like him was getting traded, it would have happened already. And I understand that there's probably a million people out there bidding for this guy's services with a bunch of different um, trade packages and whatnot. But I just, again, I I don't think the Mets are, well, the Mets are out of it. The Yankees are out of it. So now the Braves, if if he goes to the Dodgers or even the Cardinals, the Cardinals are having a fantastic year. Um, year, Goldschmidt's back to freaking MVP form. He might win an NL MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on my fantasy team. That's why I've been actually fa- paying, atten- <laughs> paying attention to him. Lighten it up, except for last week when he couldn't go to Toronto and play, and that's why Scoop won. So I'm not even going to get Sam into that. Sam Brasso coming in with a good point. Mets still have to get through it August. History shows August is a problem for them. That's just very You true. know what? I think it's time to move on from the stigmas. I think it's time to... And this goes for all these people that are like, well, you know, they'll choke here. It's the Mets. Like, this ain't the Mets, man. This ain't the Mets it's anymore. Buck, Buck and I know baby. It, it's Buck Walter. It's this lineup. Everybody's producing. They, like, hit somebody yesterday, and Lindor was like, eat this shit, and hit a home yeah, run. Like, they they got some grit. And, and like, I can talk uh, good about the Mets when Gooch isn't here because he usually pours all the cold water <laughs> on it. But the Mets this year are, are a team destined to do really good things. They're in every game. Seven in a row, I think. Tonight yeah. is DeGrom night. He makes his debut tonight. Woo. So that, like, if he, if listen, I don't know. He probably will be on a pitch count, you would assume. You would assume so. Um, but, like, even if he gets into a groove in the next, like, two, three weeks, like, boy, like, Who do they to have, have Scherzer and DeGrom, Bassett, fucking Cookie, the other guy. Yeah, and think about that. They really, they've done all this. And, they, you know, they, they gave themselves a big lead the beginning of the, in the middle of the year. But then Scherzer goes down, DeGrom goes down, Bassett's And everybody, like, there. including myself, like, oh, man, I don't but, know if they're going to be able to weather this one. And they did. And, and, and they that's did, until yeah. Mets do us part. I'm assuming that's Ibby or John Sapernow. It's way too early for John Sapernow. So that's definitely Ibby. Uh, <laughs> Sapernow's on the left coast. Uh, but what I'm saying is there was times where, like, well, you know, they always do this in May. So they'll blow it in June. They didn't blow it in June. And then July came around. They didn't blow in July either. This team is destined for good things, and I'm not trying to put the Matahari on it, which is um, or the Maloiki or whatever other Jewish terms I could possibly come out with for my bonus mom, Barry, who is a Mets fan. So, I see, I'm not one of those guys who are like, we'll F the Mets. I will say the fan base has gotten a little uh, too McGregor. To be like, oi, look at me, Mets right here, just kicking the you shit see, out of everybody. I'm like, what are you doing? Do you know everybody the, calm down. The seven-line army is yes, for the Mets. Yes. They got invited by the Phillies to throw out a first pitch in the Philly stadium. I, it's on Twitter. I've seen it. They've all agreed. Oh, and it's, from, it's on Twitter. It must be the, true. Well, from the Philly page to them. Yeah, Because no, they're trying to get Mr. Met to throw to uh, the Philly fanatic. Bro, it's ready for this. My Uncle Sal, who's another Mets fan, his his son, uh, Mike, Mets fan, they're in within my family. He was at a wedding the other day, and who shows up? 
Mr. Met <laughs> at a really? wedding, bro. Yeah. Nice. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Um, Yankees That's don't have cool. that because we're not clowns. No, I'm kidding. You do whatever you got to do. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we, we don't need that kind of shit. Who do the Mets play tonight? The Duluk? They're playing the Nationals. Oh, so, oh, so know. the Nationals are a poverty organization, yeah. so they should be able to roll right through them. And then Soto. Maybe Soto won't be playing. Took his bow last night, apparently. Uh, like, that was the last home game. So if he's getting dealt, he's, he's not he's playing. He's not going to play today. And, that's, no. and that will give you the tall tale sign. Look for a 4 o'clock report if the Nationals lineup comes out, like it usually does, at 4 o'clock for like a 7 o'clock game. If that lineup comes out and Soto's not in it, He's out. I mean, obviously, you assume they're just trying to get the most they can yeah, get. Yeah, no, they're dragging they're this out because they want to see the other bidders. Yeah. And they'll put out feelers, too. But by canceling out teams is interesting because if they're canceling out guys like the Yankees and the Mets, I feel like other teams will kind of pull back on their on their big offer. Like, oh, we got to run with the Mets and the Yankees? Jesus Christ, it's going to take forever. It's going to take everything we have. But then for the, everybody who kind of announced that the Yankees and Mets are not in the conversation yeah. anymore, I feel like maybe they won't get as big of a bang for their buck. But... Again, it's it's Juan Soto, generational player. 23 Go years get old. your boy. Yeah. Go get your boy. And then sign him to a mega deal or whatever the hell he's going to make, and it's going to be out of control. What do you think about teams like like the Red Sox, who are not out of it, but pretty much? The, and they, they trade for a guy like Tommy Pham. The move night. for Pham last night, first of all, I, I started to like Pham after the whole fantasy football <laughs> the <jock>. bullshit, right? <laughs> the, with the, oh, no, it was Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. But was it with Pham? Pham slapped him. Yeah, Pham slapped oh, yeah. So then I don't like Pham. He's the bitch. <laughs> he's the bitch who slapped him. So I, I'm not a fan of that. But but um, yeah, for the Red Sox to make any like moves to acquire talent right now, especially when it doesn't really make your catcher right. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, I don't I don't foresee them being a contender at the end of the year for the wild card. I just I don't see it. If they make a run, whatever. But like I I just don't see it this year with the Red Sox. So the fact that they're adding talent right now is just a little num- mind numbing. But again, you're right. They separated yeah. with Christian Vasquez who. Uh, cried his way all the way to the Astros dugout. <laughs> By the way, now you're a World Series contender, Christian. Congratulations. Um, but anyway, uh, Grass will come. My cousin Joe and Mr. Met at his friend's birthday party. So Mr. Met's for hire, apparently. Look at that. So tomorrow on the Chop Sports Daily, it'll be Sturch, Gooch, and Mr. Met. will sit right in the middle. We'll get him out here. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's that. Um, going into the NFL, before we get into the 2022 Denver. Oh, I said Broncos? Ooh, no. Chops. Los Angeles Chargers. I wrote, I don't know why I wrote Broncos here, but anyway. It's AFC West. Uh, it is the AFC West. But anyway, before I get into that, a couple news and notes from around the NFL. And when I say around the NFL, my Cowboys, of course. Like, um, they trade away Amari Cooper for a bag of balls. I've said that a million times, fifth round pick or whatever the fuck it was. Um, but now you look at what just happened yesterday. They Their only two signings in the offseason was Dante Fowler. Yeah. And James Washington. Washington was going to come in, and I started, like, I got on the hype train a little bit. I was like, oh, you know what? Like, he was buried on the depth chart over in Pittsburgh because there was a lot of talent over there. Mm -hmm. And when he was in there, he had Ben who couldn't throw the ball more than seven yards. You know what I mean? So it's like, maybe this is a good thing. And Des Bryant had put out a tweet saying, yo, go get James Washington. Very comparable to me. High points to ball, speed, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm on the hype train. Let's go. Um, Yesterday comes down. Off a deep wall, ran a nine route, and um, just you know landed on his foot, broke his foot. He's out six to ten weeks. So now it raises the questions for the Cowboys. What are they going to do at receiver? Because as of right now, your receiving lineup is C.D. Lamb, uh, Simi Fajoko, Jalen Tolbert, Noah Brown. So I bet you're all watching. You're like, who, who, 
Who? You know, like you, you have no idea. And I'm not an owl. All right. See, I'm a walking dadism, by the way. Um, but I, I'm serious. Like, the, the, it's not the who's who over there. It is literally who are these people. Um, obviously, Jalen Tolbert was drafted last uh, this this past spring, in which I landed a card yesterday. And, uh, Breaking buzz. Uh, How about that? Uh, it was um, like a jersey card. Like yeah. A piece bro, of his uniform. From his college. Yeah. yeah I'm, cool, I'm pumped obviously. about that. But, um, yeah, so Jalen Tolbert's out there. Simi Fajoko, second-year receiver. Eh. Noah Brown came back on, like, a one-year deal. He's been there for, like, five years, four years. So I'm just like, all right, cool. He can pass block. He's like, Zeke. Does this bring uh, up production for a guy like Dalton Schultz, who, who's playing on a tag this oh, year, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, it's funny. Friend of the show, uh, of the blog and the Boys First and Ten podcast, Sean McEwen, is their tight end, too. He's actually going to join us again this week to give us, like, a camp update. So I'm cool, I'm cool to join with him. I just... So here's my question now for the Cowboys and the Cowboys fans and people that are watching the NFL. You cannot go into a season with that right now. So my no. question to myself and, and Rob and Twitterverse and everybody who's watching right now, who's left? Who is left out there for the wide receiver core to join in and kind of add value right away? There's one name that pops out that's technically not even ready to play football yet. No. But he is the best free agent out there, and we've heard these. We've heard this before. If he's matured and he's, you know, he's not being a little diva, I would kick the tires on an OBJ. I would um, for cheap, one year deal, come back off the ACL, learn the offense and like on the pup list or whatever, yep. and then start the season with the Cowboys. Outside of that, I'm a big Ty Hilton guy. I know he's he's on the back end of his career. Will Fuller still out there? The Cowboys can't go into to the rest of the camp with just this. How about, and I know this is going to sound crazy and you might not like it. He's only 34 years old. Why not take a flyer on Antonio Brown right now? No, God, no. Why not, Dave? Why, no, why, no, 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 why, no, no, is no. It, is it because of. He is a goddamn cancer off- to any locker room. You I, saw I, what he did with I the Bucs. I get that. But you only, if, say, you do pick him up, you get him for the cheap, and you, you also can get a way to get Beckham in the, in the door. You can That's your stepping stone until mm-hmm. Beckham's ready. Nah. Are you really going to go into the season with C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, no, and Tolbert? No, they won't, but they're not going to go in there with Antonio Brown. Because you don't want to do Cole Beasley, right? You're, oh, that's, that's another thing. That's another guy so out Cole there. So Cole Beasley's been linked because he put out a tweet saying, oh, I'd definitely love to play with Dak again, blah, yep. blah, blah. But in my mind, and I said this yesterday on Twitter, I said if the Buffalo Bills, who have a jam-packed offense, couldn't find room for Cole Beasley, then I don't want him either. Like That means he either lost a step or he wasn't valuable to the Buffalo Bills organization who are going in there with just Stephon Diggs and uh, the, the, the dude that came up last year, that was Gabe Davis. Yeah. Right? So like, And they even let Emmanuel Sanders walk, too. Bailey makes a good point. What? ABJ only makes sense for, for late season. James Wash will be back before OBJ. I think it's all only predicted I'm for reading, two months. I'm reading six to ten weeks. So could, I, I yeah. always, and every time I see a range, I go high. Because no matter what, I go high. So ten should, weeks. Just in case. So yep. two, two months, right? So two months leaves you with all of August and all of September, really. So that's going to be a long time. And they have to address it in free agency. I know cap boy, Stephen Jones, is is one of those guys that are like, oh, you know, we got to stay under the cap. And I'm just like, all right, well, guess what? You have $20 million fucking dollars. Go spend it. Maybe, you know, this might be, this is, I mean, it could be a blessing in disguise for the Cowboys because you know you're going to get a lot of cuts. <laughs> a lot of guys ain't going to make rosters. Right, So they have, but they have to be patient with that. Oh, absolutely. That means they would have to you wait to the end of the year, but you don't want to do that. You no, want to, or end not. of the uh, preseason. You don't want to do that. You want somebody in camp right now Casey Hammond making a big point here. I said this on the first and ten podcast. I'm not. I'm not in on this at all. Deshaun Jackson. I know he can play in our stadium. I know he's lit us lit lit us up time and time again in that stadium. He even scored last year, and he's like, you figured nobody like of anybody to score for the Raiders that game on Thanksgiving. It was it was him, right? Yeah. Um, but 
or was it last year with Thanksgiving? Maybe two years. Yeah, now this year with all the penalties. Yeah, I think it was that was this year. year? Yeah. I, excuse me, I'm sorry. Everything <laughs> blends together with the Cowboys. I do so much goddamn Cowboy content, but I'm I'm not for Deshaun Jackson. I am for a Will Fuller. I am for a kicking the tires on T. Y. Hill, and I'm not for Cole Beasley. Uh, Beasley and Dez both blocked me on Twitter, so like Will I can't is politic for those guys who gets hurt a lot though too. Will Fuller. Correct, correct. But right now, as everybody else has walked into camp, he's in the best shape of his life. He's the most <laughs> healthy he's ever been. Right, like they're all doing it. It's true. Um, Good point. Fantasy sleeper alert. Alert from who? Um, maybe that was on in response to a Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, um, maybe. I mean, yeah, on a boomer bust. Like the guy can play. Anthony Brown was their best. Yeah, there it is. So it was this past Thanksgiving. Yeah. Anthony Brown was the best Raider, and he was the best uh, Tampa Bay Buck in the beginning of the season. But now everybody's giving him his flowers all of a sudden. He's looking good in camp, and everybody's like, oh, Anthony Brown, he could be the second guy. They also didn't they just relax. get the guy from who was he was the USFL MVP. Wasn't he a receiver that the Cowboys just got, the guy they signed? Huh? Remember they signed they the, got USFL the USFL guy, MVP. right? They got the, receiver, it's just like though? Dontario Drummond. Yeah, he's a receiver. Yeah, so there's, they know, do have guys, but ready for no, the snap obviously. count? After CD Lamb? And Simi Fajoko, who had like four snaps last year, it feels like, and Noah Brown, nobody else has ever taken an NFL snap. Nobody. Oh, not man. Tolbert, not any of these unrestricted guys. Listen, I'm all for giving these kids chances. And maybe when well, they're going to have to today, when they trot out and they have the pads on and all that other shit, they got to trot out somebody unless they bring somebody in. And they've not done it yet. So uh, it's it's very. Um, Think about that division right now. Who? Oh, the, NFC East. Yeah, so it's like you got you got a, a giant team that you, you you pretty much don't know what you're going to get, but you know you're not going to get that good. You're hoping. I don't know. A lot of from Philly. everything I'm reading, and the Giants are looking stellar right now. So sure, we'll see. The, I mean, the we'll Eagles talk about too, the NFC East a, in a couple I don't weeks. Touch, I don't trust really Jalen Hurts that much. I don't believe in him. So that's in our team and Washington. Come on, man. So I mean, the Cowboys have listen. The this right Cowboys time division to, to lose, oh, really. Absolutely. You know, like I think they can win it with with me and you at receiver. I, I, I truly <laughs> listen, think like, we're here. <laughs> the Eagles to me, and look, I'm not going to go off on a tangent on the NFC East. We'll cover those guys in a couple weeks. But like the Eagles to me, they have added pieces. They've gotten better. Jalen Hurts is one year better. Trust that. I get it. I just don't see it yet. I don't see it yet in the coaches. I don't see it yet in, in in anything going on over there in Philly. And like I said, they're already telling themselves a dream team. The last time they did that, they missed the playoffs. So I'm not worried. How about long is Gallup out for? Uh, uh, he'll probably miss the first two game. games. I'm assuming. Uh, so you know, that's from that everything. Bad. He's already said that he's gonna. He's. It's unreasonable to think that he would be ready for Tampa Bay. So that's week one. I don't. I don't foresee it happening. So. Before we, we'll go see. Char- before we go to the Chargers, we know the Hall of Fame game is Thursday, right? Yeah, so we baby. Know- we got some football. Oh, my God. Did you see the – well, we talked about it in pre. The Lions Hard Knocks trailer. I told you, I man. Would, it's going to be uh- – Goosey's <laughs> going, man. I, dude, I know a lot of people give shit to Hard Knock, like lovers like myself. To me, it's like it's just – Football content football that drives content, me to just like I go nuts for it, and, and I'm just like I crave that it's shit. It's good football content because it's not just you're not just watching plays; you're watching like guys go through things. Yeah, and, you man. Know, yeah, storylines. The coach Dan there. Campbell's gonna be biting kneecaps live on HBO. Like you know what I mean? Like this this kind of shit. He's doing me, up downs with them in practice. Right, like, that's what I'm on. saying. The guy's an animal, yeah. right? And it's gonna be hilarious to watch. And and it's the Lions, and we have already talked about them at length in a couple of our fantasy conversations that the Lions might be okay. We actually did a whole video on our YouTube channel about the Lions yep. being the surprise team of the of the year. Yep. And when I say surprise, like you go from literally like bottom of the barrel to maybe like seven, eight wins. That's a big That's jump. For them, yes, so absolutely. I'm not against it. I'm not but against like we it said, Thursday, there's no, we're not getting no Trevor Lawrence Thursday and no, no Travis No, no, no sunshine. Either, so. No Travis Antiani. <laughs> there's not going to be anybody watching. Uh, no, I watch. I watch every... Of course. It's, so it's football, re- man. Yeah, but it's like... 
It's a, it's a sickness, I think. I, it's like <laughs> I watch way too much football. Like I watch, I've watched all team highlights from NFL films. Like I don't give a flying fuck nah, about yeah. half the teams out there, but I'm watching their NFL film shit for the sound effects, for the for the little clips here and there. I don't know, man. I'm just a football. Just you know what's a really I good NFL? Can't films? get enough. And I, listen, I'm not a Cowboy fan. I'm a diehard Jeff fan. But if you watch the Emmett Smith like timeline, you ever watch like oh, his, you mean or, a football life? The, yes, that dude, bro. His is probably one of the best ones I've ever seen, dude. You want to talk about dominant, dude? I mean, he, from midget Pop Warner, the best running back on right, the field, right. and then he to the NFL, college. The best Set all the records, the field. It's all the records, it's like all the records. Ridiculous! Like, never was a time where like he even that they even showed someone that might have been on the same page with him. I mean, Phenomenal. obviously, I mean look, the conversation always goes back to Barry Sanders, well, like who course. was better at the time, and like, well, Emmett did it with the great line. Like, just so you know, there's one Hall of Famer on that offensive line, one. So well, like, let's not get crazy here. Like, it's Larry Allen; he's one of the best to ever do it. But I'm not gonna, mm. <laughs> no, not not in the mood to do that. Anyway. Uh, let's go over uh, before we get over to the Broncos. I do also. Ooh, Chargers. Chargers. That, I said that again. Yeah. I'm looking right at the <laughs> goddamn thing. Baby. I know, crazy. I do want to bring up one thing, and I don't know if there's any legs to this, but Rutgers basketball might be getting a star uh, in the very near future. They are in on Bronny James. Could you imagine? Can you imagine what New Jersey would be like if LeBron James's son started playing basketball here? Who is, isn't there? That's um, insanity. What's his name's son? Is from, it plays for, in New Jersey. Dewan Wagner's kid. Oh, uh, and Ron Harper Jr. too. Uh, uh, Matt, well, he's got he's in the NBA this year. But Did Matt, he get drafted? He, uh, I think he either Harper, got drafted no. in the second round or he's on free, undrafted. He signed freezer. with the Raptors. He was in the summer uh, league. Uh, I've seen him. As an undrafted free agent. But uh, Dewan Wagner's kid is from New Jersey too, and he's the number <laughs> one player from that year. Imagine if they both go to Rutgers. What that does for New Jersey and Rutgers as a whole. Yeah, and dude, Rutgers is trying to get Ron Harper Jr.'s brother uh, Dylan to. How many Harpers are there? <laughs> like, uh, I'm telling you, man, Rutgers is on the come up. Not Later on today, as a matter of fact, I'm getting pause in studio for my next episode of uh, a sit down with Sturge. He's going to come in. He's going to tell me his whole story because I'm very, very, very fascinated by the fact that a guy with and this is no, I'm not even making a joke of it. A guy with a glass eye can literally run through the entire state of New Jersey as a wrestler. That yeah. is. To me, that is insanity, and I can't wait to talk to him mm -hmm. and find out about the come-up because that's some cool shit. Um, guys, also, got to ask you a question. You worried about if you're going to run out of money in retirement or how you'll pay for the long-term health care? Speaking of health care, I should have used some health care on my stab wound <laughs> yesterday. Uh, will your family be okay? Stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you a, a greater security over your future and over your money. Michael Fusco can help with that. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can help work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry just a little bit less right now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule a complimentary consultation. That's free advice right then and there. He will tell you if you can use the services or not. No cost to you. 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available available in all states and of course uh if you're into financing get on over to prestigetaxfinancing.com slash business financing he uh he can give out some financing for you so also want to give a special shout and read to manscaped uh we have a promo code as always 20 yeah. percent off uh if gooch was here he would go nuts with the whole taint jungle thing i i agree with him everybody likes a nice underbelly of man we want to make sure everything's taken care of down there so to do that Head on over to Manscaped, 20% off. You put shop sports. They got a lot of cool shit. I do want to actually say that I've used um, 
the uh, the ball reviver at times. Just like, hey, I just want a little. Like some people use banaca for their breath. Some <laughs> I, I walk out of the house like. I'm like, ah, just, I'm revived. I'm revived. Wake so up. head on over to manscaped.com for your 20% discount. Again, enter the code CHOPSPORTS. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. Um, also, I want to give a special shout out to my boy over at Dude's Gourmet because I have yeah, to say that man. he gave me a $50 discount to go get more seasonings because you saw i started to do meal prep which is going horribly by the way i missed i forgot my second meal today so like mm. I, it's at home i'm gonna send uh, nick for some lunch <laughs> in a little bit because i'm starving already it'll be healthy it'll be some kind of egg white wrap or something uh, but i'm trying i'm trying desperately all right let's get to the 2022 los angeles chargers how about that instead of saying like uh messing it up and saying the broncos over and over again the Broncos, I just said it, the yeah. Chargers. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers coming into this year are the darlings of the AFC. Everybody seems to be leaning towards this might be the year they get over the hump. And every day we've covered another team, right? We go over what? The key losses, key gains, and the draft. Key losses for the Los Angeles Chargers, none, zero, zilch. Not one loss. And I looked it up today. I was like, well, let's see. There had to have been somebody. They lost some players, don't get me wrong, but nobody to make an absolute impact, an absolute eyewear impact that they'll suffer early. I don't foresee that at all. You flip over to the gains. My God. You know, they, they add Khalil Mack, right? Everybody knows. Imagine Bosa and Mack on the both edges. Good luck, quarterbacks. Good yeah. luck. Um, then they add Bryce Callahan. They bring in Kyle Van Noy to you know up their linebacking core. Gerald Everett. Unsung hero. I love Gerald Everett as a tight end. He might be used a lot over there. Justin Herbert's slinging it right now. He's been slinging it. Then you get to the draft, bro, and they take the best guard in, in the draft, yep. I think. Zion Johnson, I want it for Dallas. You did want him. I, I wanted him so bad for Dallas, and he doesn't get past the Chargers. That's another great upgrade to keep Herbert upright. Um, their, their lineup is just it's stupid, right? Justin Herbert obviously leading the way. He's backed up by the greatest backup quarterback of all time, Chase Daniel, who has had to do nothing in his entire career except sit there, hold a clipboard, and make millions and millions of dollars. So Chase Daniel has the official best job 
in football. He was backing up Drew Brees, I think, for the majority of his career. I'm like, this guy's never going to see the field. Ever. And uh, Pat, Mah- well, not Pat, well, Pat Mahomes for a little bit, but he was a backup for Kansas City for a while too. That's what I'm so, saying, yeah. like, he's going to these places where he doesn't have yeah. to play. <laughs> so, anyway, Good for him, um, man. Soto to the Padres. I'm is looking. That, I didn't see is that breaking. Dave. I'll let you know if I see it. I'm imminent, looking. according to Sean. Redding. I haven't seen anything. Not a word. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm not, I'm not seeing anything yet. either, but. We'll, we'll keep our eyes out on that if anybody wants to break the news here in the chat or maybe we find it out uh, via another way. But that would be massive on, on the live show. Um, so anyway, the, the roster for the Chargers, obviously Herbert. Austin Eckler, amazing. They drafted Isaiah Spiller this year, so yeah. that's a great complimentary back for Eckler. Eckler's health has always been one of those things that people are just kind of questioning. Like it takes a tweaked hamstring for him to miss a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But every year that he's missed any time, they always had somebody to just insert right yeah. away, and they wouldn't have to miss a beat, bro. It's insanity. They had um, the kid Jackson. He just went to the Lions actually yeah, like this morning or yesterday. Yeah, but like even that guy, like <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're like, who the fuck? Oh, he's really good. Yeah, you know. So he stepped in. The receiving core is led by uh, Allen and Williams. I expect a big jump out of Jalen Guyton last year. Couple big, big, big time plays for Guyton, and I think that he's just another year removed of being that good. Right. So. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, probably the best one-two punch in the NFL. I would say Maybe so. Top, top I would three. say so. I would think of another tandem, honestly. Well, Miami maybe with Hill and Waddle now, yeah, but like, year, but and, yeah. and Jefferson and, and Thielen are really good over in Minnesota. But I would, I would make a hard, hard um, argument for Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, yeah. who both, by the way, are making twenty million dollars a year this year. <laughs> so, it, man. so the band will break up eventually. That can't last, and that won't sustain. So. This is their window right now, so we'll see about that. Anyway, their tight end, we just said, uh, Gerald Everett. Even that Parham guy, Junior, Parham Junior last year, he came on a little bit. Their offensive line, decent. They're making waves. And, of course, they just added. They had Rashawn uh, Rashawn Slater the year before. Now you put Zion Johnson in there. That offensive line are just juggernauts, right? Flip it over. Defense. Unbelievable defense as well. Because, again, I told you, Bosa, Khalil Mack coming off the edges. Their interior defensive line. Big, big boys. Good run-stopping defense, right? Their back end, obviously, Asante Samuel Jr., I wanted him to in the draft. Yeah. He was one of those guys. Derwin James, who right now, he's, he's, at practice. he's there. He's not practicing, he's, holding, he's there. <laughs> he, the new term is this, hold in. Instead of hold out, they're holding in. They're not doing anything, and they're there. I'd rather them be there 100%. than be home. 100%, yes. So Derwin James situation. will probably get paid eventually within the next couple of weeks. Keep your eye open for that. J.C. Jackson signed on Ooh. over to from New England. Took My him from New England. God, yeah. bro. So this team, steal. this team is just absolutely loaded, and it's fun Listen, to talk about the teams that might light the away world from on making fire. the playoffs. They yeah, and who would have known what they would have did if they got there? Exactly. You know yeah, what I mean? Anybody real. can get hot at the right time, and all of a sudden the Chargers, they're looking great. You're right. They're coming in the darlings. I know. I think. I think Kyle was in on them early last year. Like the season was over, and like he immediately said, like Chargers next year. That's your darling. That's the team to go grab right now on the the odds or whatever because they're going to be at the lowest. Then now yeah. they're got to be up there, Nick. If you want to look it up, I got another odds to win the Super Bowl because it's it's got to be it's got to be up, up there, there yeah. right? So sure. anyway, crunching their schedule. Um, Palmer starting over Guyton. Okay, cool. He's the breakout. I'm with it. Um, and <laughs> Rube's actually appreciating my Mets banter before. And listen, I just I call it how I see it, Rube. I don't put on some act. Okay, I, I listen. Yeah. Fans like you and fans like you know those other Mets fans at Chop Sports, you get under my skin a little bit, but it is what it is. You, I can't hate. You guys are winning games. Very unbiased opinions here. Yes, all the very, time, always, except for the Cowboys. I'm well, <laughs> the best on. ever. We know that. Um, anyway, <laughs> so their head coach is atrocious. Now, see, I won't. 
put the atrocious label on him, and that's a great word, by the way. Um, I, I wouldn't do that. Like the decision last year was bad, right? But I don't foresee that being like a thing for him. I don't see that being like a thing that sticks with him. Or like, well, you remember he did this last year. You know what I mean? Like, he's a good head coach. He's a young dude. Like, he 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 knows that offense in and out. And if you look at their schedule, and I'll pull it up, it's uh, it's very favorable in the beginning. They have a chance to rip off seven out of eight wins in the first eight yeah. games to me. They open up against Las Vegas. I think that's a win when it's a home game. Then they'll probably lose to Kansas City because it's on the road, right? Fine, one and one. Here come the wins, ready? Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland, Denver at home, Seattle at home. Those are all wins to me. Easy. I mean, I, I wouldn't say easy with some of them. I think they're, some of those teams are going to give them a run, maybe. But here's the thing. Cleveland, that's a Jacoby Brissett vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, now that we know the suspension term for Deshaun Watson, we know that that's going to probably be a win. On the road or at home? It's on the road, so that's why I feel like it's a it's an iffy. Yeah. But I don't like Brissett to beat Herbert. I just Not don't. I don't. Either. I don't see it. Um. And, and Rube coming in, backing up Staley, and I, I think yeah. so too. He's yeah. one of the best. And like I said, one bad decision and they, they away. Love playing for him. So. Right. Exactly. He's a player's coach and all that good shit. They go on a bye week eight, two road games back to back. I think they split these. Atlanta. They'll probably get the win, and then they'll probably lose on Sunday Night Football to the 49ers in San Francisco. Then they come back home off a loss against Kansas City at home. That's the game, the revenge game. I feel like they get that win. Um, now remember, just keep in mind, folks, that the over under is set at ten. Right? Yeah. Yesterday's over under for the uh, the Broncos was ten and a half. So clearly. People think that the Broncos might be the division leader. I mean, we haven't talked about the Chiefs yet. We'll get into those guys and the Raiders uh, tomorrow and Thursday. Um, But I'm looking at this team and the schedule, and as it gets longer, they got Arizona week 12. Is that like second half Arizona where they just kind of stink up the joint? You said that before. So, like, is Kyler Murray going to be checked out, not studying, all this other shit, right? (laughs) So then they go at L.A. uh, I mean, I'm sorry, at Vegas, which, again, the splitting of the division games is probably where I'm at with this team, much like the other teams. I think these teams are going to beat the shit out of each other yeah. every time they play. So, like, the AFC West is going to be a lot of fun. Must-see television, really. Um, and then they go home to play Miami. I think they win that game. I think they beat Tennessee at home. And then they go to Indy. They go to they go back home for L.A., the, the, the Rams, that is. Um, and then they finish the year at Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Let's right? ride. Um, to me, my knee jerk. Which could be that could be a playoff implication. It game. It could be a very big playoff implication game in Denver. Um, the, it's to be uh, determined as far as the date and time because I know they're probably going to split those games up Saturday and Sunday for last week. Mm-hmm. But I, I got them sitting at eleven wins, and I don't know if that gets it done in the West. We're going to talk about it because I think I had the Broncos yesterday at ten. So right away, Chargers are winning the division. Well, what would the Chiefs and the Raiders do? We'll talk about it. I think everybody kind of has the consensus that the Raiders are just a little bit farther off um, as far as the other three teams in this division are concerned. The Chiefs defense, Gooch has like, just hammered this home that they're going to be very bad. And I have this hard time thinking that anything led by Andy Reid is bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, they got scored on, right? Yeah. Like Even Dallas went in. Well, not Dallas didn't go in there and do anything. But like they have been scored on before. So it's not like... It's this all-world, I can't believe this is happening type deal. I I feel like the Chargers are primed for this. How far can they go? I don't know. Did you pull up the odds for the Super Bowl, Nick? Yeah, so what on got? FanDuel, it, they're at plus 1,600 to win the Super Bowl. Wow. 1,600? Yeah. Who's above them? Uh, the Packers, the Rams, Chiefs, Bucks, and Bills. 
See, I don't know what the fuck everybody's on this Bucks thing for, man. I'm sorry. I, bro, I'm the same it's way with the over, Chiefs. Bro. I don't, it's the over. Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill, I think, is going to be a huge drop off for so, them. But I mean, they they get Juju, they add uh, Sky Moore in the draft, so like they they got weapons, and yeah, it's still Mahomes gonna get. who yeah, slings the ball right. better than anybody in football. Behind the back, ah, it's, throw it's, to it's the back, like comedic at this point. Like it's it's kind of comedic at this point. I don't I don't foresee that being a being a thing. But yeah, I mean, I got them eleven wins. I don't know if that wins the division. It'll probably be a tie. With somebody, so these games, these interdivision games, are going to be so pivotal for teams like the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs, and even the Raiders. I'm not writing the Raiders off by any stretch. I think they're going to light the scoreboard up a lot this year. It's just a matter of can they? You know, they, they did add defense too. So we'll touch on the Raiders tomorrow. We'll touch on the Chiefs on Thursday. But I do want to make a a what is it? A omission or at least a redo? Okay. Because I'm gonna bring up, I'm done with the the charges. You feel the same way about the charges, dude? Like it means well, as far as 10, 11 wins, oh, of it's course, easy, yeah. right? It's, no, no doubt about it. Okay. Ten, eleven for sure. Like I said, the second half of the season is where it gets a little, a little, you know, for them. But that mm-hmm. first, the first before the bye week, they should be rolling through those games. Yeah. So I'm gonna pull up the Cleveland Browns yes. schedule again. So now it's a little bit of a different ball game, considering we know the first six games not weeks games which obviously their buy actually doesn't come until week nine so these are six straight games that they're going to be playing without deshaun watson okay because that's already confirmed yep if the actually the the, the nfl has until i believe nine o'clock tonight to either overturn or challenge this whole thing Mm -hmm. and if that's the case it could get taken to all these super duper courts and shit and then potentially have watson play in the first couple weeks and then get suspended a la Zeke Elliott, who got suspended in fucking week nine, where it was like, oh, cool, we're going to lose him for the next six in a playoff run. This is fun. And it yeah, never but fucking. If, but if, would came you? Back. So if that situation would have redid itself, would you rather Zeke take the games up front or go out? I mean, we were in a position to get to the playoffs in the very last game with him, um, and we lost. So it's not like, you know, he was there for that. We were in a position to win it Christmas Eve, broke a phone. It was fucking it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But I'm saying, would you rather Watson take the. Just take the six games now or fight it and come back. And no, I would just take them out now. Right? I, I would just, just get them out, them out the way. Uh, but let's just take a look at their schedule now. This is Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, apparently. I don't think anybody's going to give him a run for the money. I know they got they got Dobbs over there too, Josh Dobbs, yeah, or somebody over there other than that. I heard Jim. They're, so they're, now it's Jacoby Brissett's led Browns at Carolina and Baker Mayfield. I like Carolina. I, That's just me. I, I, I like Carolina too. All right, so they're right away. It's 0-1. I already got the Jets starting oh, fucking 5-0, and oh, yeah, so that's 0-2. 0-2 oh oh with Brissett. Then they go home on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime, because why the fuck not, and make everybody go nuts. Uh, they go home to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. It'll be Jacoby Brissett against either Mitch or Ky- uh, Kenny Pickett. This is week three? Week three. So they might both be 0-2, correct? I don't know who the Steelers Potential, are playing Potential. Well, yeah, I don't know the Steelers' schedule offhand. Yeah, the Browns got to find one somewhere, and if they're going to find one in the first six... At home? This is at home. Well, okay. So I give yeah. them the win there. Not so one and uh, one and two, right? And then they go at Atlanta, who is going to be a bottom of the barrel team, but a little bit. I mean, depends on what Mariota does. I don't see Ritter being the quarterback anytime soon. So nah. I would say that Mariota is capable of winning a quarterback. Jesus Christ for ratings, my God! It's going to be Brissett against Mariota, um, which is not <laughs> to me is not really watchable but football, but Ma- it is. The Falcons have Pitts. They have Drake London. I mean, it's just. I mean, but then you get the Browns. You have Cooper, but you got Jacoby Brissett. So I'm rolling towards the Falcons that night. 
I don't, you know, it's gonna be tough. I don't want to sway. I don't want to go back on my pick, but Ken Palman, the residence dealer fan of Chop Sports, he he does bring up a good point. T.J. Watt is going to be looking for Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, and T.J. Watt, and I've said this on countless amount of times. If you started a franchise right now with zero players on your roster, T.J. Watt might be my first Me guy. Me and Gooch got an argument. I know, I know, but I'm T.J. Watt is that kind of guy. I picked T.J. Watt with my first pick, and Gooch thought it was crazy. No, I'm yeah. like, dude, what do you? You're starting a franchise. This guy's unbelievable. That's, yeah, I'm T.J. Watt my first defense pick. wins championships. So anyway, you know what? <sighs> That's a toss-up to me. I'll just leave it as a toss-up. Not, 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 Steelers, not defense, is always Steelers defense is always good. Always. So Mike Tomlin, the, the, the entire Mika Steelers organization. Too. Huh? Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah of I course. Mean, yeah, defense no. is always Yeah, Brissett might, might have some problems. I don't know. Uh, then Atlanta, I, maybe I'll give them the win at Atlanta in week four. And, and maybe they're one and three. I don't know. Two and two, one and three. Could be a start for the Browns. And then they got the they got the Chargers that we just talked about. Forget that shit. Yep. And then they got home against New England, and I think New England is going to be a very poor team this year. So if the Browns can do, so you said Steelers, New England, and Falcons, right? Those are the three. Teams. I was going to say if the Browns can go three and three without Watson, that's a score. That's a good for that's them. an that's absolute great. score. If they go two and four without Watson, the problem is you got to worry about everybody else within that division, right? Like. Obviously, look, I don't know how many people are hyped on the Baltimore Ravens. I am, for one, right? I think they're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at uh, the Browns as themselves. They look in the mirror. They're like, oh, I don't know. How are we going to handle the Steelers? Twice. I, I don't know. Maybe they split, right? I don't know. There's a lot of people, including myself. Maybe I am sleeping on the Steelers a little bit. Maybe. But it's hard for me to get behind Mitch Trubisky right now. And I know he led the Bears to the playoffs. I know that's a possibility, right? It's not out of the realm of possibilities for him to – be a successful game manager. I totally get that. And TJ, uh, I mean uh, Kenny Pickett, apparently, according to Bailey, read that he's not he's not performing too well. Yeah. Uh, on There's the also field. another team in that division who <laughs> went to the Super Bowl last year. You know, the, the, it's, the it's Bengals, Bengals, right? So, I mean, you have the defending champ. So for them to start three and three would be absolutely pivotal for them to give any kind of run for this division. Because if you go two and four and you got to climb out two games under five hundred in the next set of your games and you have guys uh, teams like the Bengals and the Ravens and the Steelers winning some games here and there I think that's too big of a hole yeah as, as, as brutal as it is six weeks in it's make or break you got to go 500 or better you have to because if you don't I just I don't know I don't see it I don't see the 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 long term um the which I'm going the long term I see a lot of long term effects to not starting 500 after six I, I just and that's without that, that's it. then you got Watson coming in who you didn't even name they got to play they're gonna play Baltimore twice uh Cincinnati twice right because they already they're playing the other teams why which Cobra sets so. and Ken and this is another thing like he's like everybody's focused on the quarterback situation but we're forgetting about Najee Harris and we're forgetting about bro. You know it as best as anybody else, as a as a coach, as a fan, as a this is somebody who's been around the game forever. Game managers are cute, right? They're fun to have. Like Alex Smith is fun to have, right? You need elite quarterback play in this league to be a contender. Sure, I'm sorry. Man. You cannot like you can't not focus on the quarterback situation. You can't do it. You can't just be like, oh, well, you know, he'll he'll manage us to a couple wins here and there. Great, but then when you get to the playoffs and you got a fucking the juggernauts of the league, mm-hmm. the Herberts, the Mahomes, yeah, the Brady's, the Rodgers, right. like good fucking luck, and dude, that's with a when game it matters. manager. It can, you can, of course, you can pull a couple games off with, with a defense. Definitely. Definitely. When you get to the playoffs now, especially the AFC, it's AFC, Bro, right? We loaded. Burrow, Mahomes, uh, Herbert, Herbert, 
Russ, Derek Carr, right. Russ now, exactly. <laughs> dude, dude AFC those, is a gauntlet. You, you can't, can't go there with Kenny you're Pickett. Not, you are not getting away with non-elite quarterback play this year. You're just not. And that goes forward, I think. this It's a quarterback-driven league. Everybody says it every year. It's cliche. It's enough. It's a tired quote. But that's the thing, bro. You can't you can't just forget about it. Like you nah. get, well, you know, we got Najee Harris. Don't get me wrong. Najee Harris Phenomenal. is going to be an absolute monster hey, this year. He was on my and he's going to have to be. So. He's going to have to be because they're going to have to rely on him to run the rock yeah. a lot. 20 plus touches a game, right? Maybe 25 a game. But yeah, mediocre play is not going to get it it's done in like this league. It's not like the Steelers have like these great receivers either. You know what I mean? Claypool is good. He's a tall target, but I mean what else do they have over there? Well, Let's Deontay see. Johnson's really, really good. I too. know that, but... And Freermuth. I, dude, I'm a Freermuth guy. Massive Freermuth guy. They got parts, bro. They got parts. And we went over the Steelers already, but, like, I feel like this team... And Tomlin has never had a losing season. Never. Ever. So imagine them going 8-9 and nine and people are, like, up in arms. And Can they squeak happen. together 8 wins, 9 wins? I forget what I put on the in this in the preview, but... Listen... You got to get good play. That defense has to be absolutely locked down. Like every week. Every week playing the elite of the elite. Burrow twice. The Chargers. Fucking Deshaun Watson at least once. You know, you're going to have to play some elite fucking defense. So that's enough of my Steeler rant. Official now. Juan Boy, Soto and both? Josh Bell to the Padres. Josh Bell too? They been, they were trying to get him this morning. I saw that. Yeah, so. Jesus Christ. Are you kidding? That's when the rich get richer. Isn't Machado over there, too? Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, and Tatis is coming back. Oh, yeah, dude. Bro. When's he come back? I think I thought he was supposed to come back last week, but maybe he's this week or something. That is insanity. What is the compensation? It's not. I mean, as of right now, the only I know thing the contract dump is- situation, Mike. I, I totally agree with that. But he's still a serviceable player, dude. It's Josh fucking Bell. He's been good for a lot, a, a pretty, a, a long time, in my opinion, because I remember a having huge him years ago. Upgrade over, dude. Eric look Cosmer. at the Padres now, man, uh, bro. Are Ooh. you kidding me, bro? Murderers row. How are you pitching around that lineup when Tatis gets healthy, bro? Machado, Tatis, Soto, Bell. What? This is breaking on the show. This is insanity. It doesn't really say what they get for me. It just says, like, breaking news. Oh, uh, uh, here, right has got it. C.J. Abrams, Hassel, James Wood, Jarlin, Sasana to the Nationals. Nationals was a fire sale. They don't give a shit. My only question is and this. And Musgrove just signed that $100 million five-year extension, too. I forgot about that. That's a good point. Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, yep, it's a done deal. They basically said... Hey, luxury tax, go fuck yourself. They don't give a shit. But Sean, because Redden was trying to say that in a tweet earlier that they that's is what was taking so long is they were trying to um, What well, they can't stay under it. There's no way. They were trying to though by We're out of your mind. There's no way the tweet he posted. There's no way that they could stay under the luxury tax with this that lineup and those players. And I know Tatis, I'm pretty sure he hasn't even got paid yet. Okay, so he's too brand new to get paid right now. Oh my God. What a freaking the Mets. Yo, the like I, I'm optimistic about the Mets. I am. I've said it earlier. I went on a rant today about the Mets, right? You now all obviously you got to worry about the Braves because they're right on your ass, right? But damn, what a journey! Clevenger too. Yeah, dude, what a journey it's going to be. The NL playoffs are going to be, as the kids say nowadays. Liddy. Dude, how <laughs> okay. excited is base, has baseball been this year? Oh, it's great. It's been I mean, one of the best years baseball in a long time. Baseball is, is always delivers. How do you not? How are you not romantic about baseball? That's the ever so, like, the long quote. How are you not romantic about the game of baseball? It always delivers no matter what. It just so happens the Yankees are having a historic run. They just hit 70 wins yesterday, which is great. But, again, it all matters 
when you get to the postseason. They're fifty-eight and forty-six right now, the Padres. So and where? So that's the NL West. Yes. Yeah. How many games behind the Dodgers? That's long, right? That's a lot. They're probably like seven or eight behind the Dodgers. They are twelve. Twelve. All right. So it's just wild card or bust. Obviously, Dodgers are sixty-nine and thirty-three. They're fifty-eight and forty-six. Then you got the Giants, who are fifty-one and fifty-two, and everybody else starts to tail off. So. Padres are the most, yeah, Mike said it, splash after splash, the most active team in baseball right now. The Padres are going for it right now. So shout out to the Mets fans. While it's going to be, look, listen the to Yankees that. The are but, 70 and 34. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> so look at that. Look at just, let's, let's pretend we live in a world where the Padres play the Mets in the NLCS. We live in that world. It's Max Scherzer, it's Jacob DeGrom, it's Bassett against that lineup. You are going to get the best baseball you've ever watched in your series. life. Yeah, it's true, man. That is going to be some phenomenal, phenomenal shit. And I can't wait to see it. I'll, you know, obviously you would say, like, oh, I'll pay to see that. It's not, you don't have to pay. But like, you just watch it and it's going to be oh, must see television, man. The Phillies make a big move, playoff push. They just signed the ghost of, oh, fucking hell. I, I mean, they got both of these guys, man. man I was Bell about to read and, that whole thing there, Sean, oh, you Sean, asshole. I saw it and didn't say it out loud. <laughs> um, a bitch. I was reading it like it was big. Listen, this read is- Read before uh, you read, Dave. Padres are going to have to, what does it say about the Padres down? They're going to have to go far into they the playoffs this year, right? They are all in. All in. I mean, they've had Machado, what, for like two years now, right? He's and been there. So and and Tatis. Tatis coming back. Bro, it's, it's exciting, man. I mean, I feel like I feel like toast. I'm getting excited about a team that's not my ta- like my team. I'm excited about the Padres. Slam Diego is back, <laughs> big time. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if God. you look at the the p- pitching lineup, I would think the Mets have that's a better pitching lineup soon, than definitely. them, right? Huh? The Mets have a better p- pitchers than they do, right? Clevenger, Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, and Gore. Um. I would probably take the Mets over that. Yeah, Scherzer, of course. Scherzer and DeGrom. Scherzer and DeGrom equal four pitchers to me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what four you have. It. You don't have the first two that the Mets have. Like, that, that's like guarantee. Home field is going to be huge. That's why the Mets got to win the division, man. Because if the Padres do come in as a wild card, you'll get the home field advantage. You got to have that, man. Right you now, they're got just, to they're just have worried that. about Atlanta, who's three games out. Huh. So it's going to be an interesting last two months I of baseball. That was lame. I know. I saw it too. <laughs> <laughs> that was so lame. I'll be honest. I thought the, I thought the return for him was going to be a lot more. Me too. To be honest, like I said, when the Mets and the Yankees backed off, I think the offers kind of rescinded. Like, wait a minute, hold on. We don't got to compete with the Yankees and Mets. We don't got to compete with the Yankees farm system, which is by far one of the best in the league right now. Which I don't know if you noticed, guys, in that deal for uh, Frankie. They didn't have to drop nah, any of those guys. Nothing. Like the big he, ones, Volpe and Dominguez, you know and those crazy? guys are He's still there. The, the guys, remember the other day you made a tweet saying like, "Oh well, they're, they're the guys that take they took out of the Yankees farm system." The one guy was about to have the it was hitting for the cycle, and they pulled him from the game. Nothing ever. None came of those of that. guys even nothing are gone. Ever, nothing ever came of that. Which is a, a but good maybe way. there was something on the table. Maybe yeah, there was like, I mean, like maybe somebody came out and said, hmm, maybe you know, like, oh fuck, maybe okay, you know, and like they took him off the field. Like well, you can't fucking injure him or anything like that. Question though, um. Are one of the two shortstops going to get called up this year? For the Yankees? Yankees? Mm-hmm. No. No. Volpe, Volpe looks great, but I don't think he gets a major league. They've got 70 wins, man. Yeah, like it's like, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah, it. I could see if like they were um, I, I don't 70 see it. wins already, though. I, you know? They're cruising right now still. I mean, everybody kind of got worried when they lost a couple games here and there to the Reds and the Royals and the Mets series were an abomination. So, But the Yankees still have 70 effing wins right 70 now, dude. Wins. 70 wins. 70. 7-0 wow. right now, and it's August. <laughs> like, August 2nd, nonetheless. Judge just not, hit his 43rd. You know, yeah. right? so, do, so let's, let's revisit that. <laughs> we talked about this like, like two months ago. Do you think he gets the 60? 
60? He could definitely get to 60. I don't think he's going to break any records. If he gets 62, I mean. To me, but see, I'm I'm pro let them do whatever they want, even the playing field. Pro, I'm pro steroids in baseball, if that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I get it. Even the playing field. You want to take some enhancement? Go, go ahead. But everybody else gets to do as well. Pitchers can throw faster now, too. Level the playing field. I'm all for that. I, I 100% agree. Especially, especially when it's like, especially when it's not for a game. Like it's that. like, yeah. if guys are hurt, like Pettit, when he got popped, it was stuff, because the yeah. guy was trying to get back. A lot bro. of them. Like, he wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to throw 103. You know what I mean? Pettit was never an overpowering I pitcher agree. to me. You know, he's always better with his off-breaking stuff. But a lot of these guys do it for the recovery and the faster recovery. They got to get back. They got to play baseball. They want to game check, all that shit. That's why they do it. They don't do it. Be like, oh, I'll wait. Because guess what? I don't know if you guys noticed this, but steroids do not help your hand-eye coordination. Okay? You still need to hit a 95 to 103 mile-per-hour fastball. Steroids ain't going to make you do this better. Like, you know, and see it better. It will be you will be more powerful when you make contact. So that's not, to me, that's not a thing. Hawaii Mike coming in, Florida Mike, wherever he is now. He's saying they'll stop pitching the judge soon. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's the case? Do you think that's going to happen? Or I mean... Cool, put him on base. I don't give a shit. You got Stanton behind him when he gets back. You got Rizzo hitting the ball still. So you want to put a man on base every time? Go ahead. Go ahead. Rizzo, I, Rizzo bats behind him anyway. I right? know the He's Yankees right now have, have, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the Yankees not being the best uh, with runners in scoring position. That's happened a lot. It's been the MO for a long time with this team. But, like, you want to put a man on base just to put him on base? Go for it. I don't think it's going to get to that point, but if it does... Then you're looking at Bonds-esque. The Soto package has been updated. It is now going to be a total of like six players for for Bell, one guy for or for Bell two guys. guys. Soto. Six prospects. I'm assuming top prospects. We're still waiting for the biggest trade of the day. Gore, Gore was actually included in that. How is package. that not the biggest trade of the day? Man, Gallo is still in the Yankees, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there was rumors, bro. I've been seeing there was the rumors yesterday. that he was on his way out. They, they say he will be on his way out by six. That's so. a, or either that or DFA. I guarantee you. If they have to make room for the new acquisitions, well, you know what I mean? So they have to. The Yankees were talking to Brett Phillips, who also recently I saw got that DFA'd too. by the Rays. I saw that too, yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, they, listen, Gallo either. It's going to be the hero, or he's just got to go somewhere because they're, they, he's not. It's not a good look. Ken's going to try to argue me on steroid talk. I'm not. I'm not going there. I'm not touching <laughs> that think, shit. Increase muscle memory, dude. Stop. I think if the Yankees can get uh, just, even just whatever they could for Gallo, and then I think they should call up and Duhar. What do you think the you're like a pretty big Yankee fan? What do you think they would? They should. Uh, is, yeah. is it pitching or they, they added the, the arm? They added an arm. Cool. They had three arms. I mean, yeah. I mean, the one that jumps out at you is is, is Montas. Montas. But like, and, and he's gonna be like insert number two right now. He, like he's going right into the to the Lions. Then it's gonna be Cole Montas. You gotta see what you can get more out of Montgomery. You gotta see what you yes, can get sir. out of Tyon. Those guys have been struggling as of late. Sometimes they can deal, but then when they're off, they're really off. So like. I would have to assume that Herman gets better as the season goes on uh, because he was just fr- freshly off injury. So, nasty, nasty. Listen, it's still, it's still right now. It's about to be noon. It's still six hours away. They could make other deals. Um, look at all caps on my Bleacher Report thing. Juan Soto traded the Padres. That's just, I can't get over that shit at all. Especially so getting both of them. I did not see Sean. I did not see Gallo's interview by the way, Sean. So. Maybe it's something where he's just like, oh, wait, I don't leave my place because I, I don't leave my place. I don't show my face in town. I feel like I'm the problem. <laughs> Bullshit. He didn't say that. No Why way. Why would he say that? They're, well, he ain't the problem. He just isn't it. No way did he say that. <laughs> I do. That can't be confirmed, uh, right? I, I I have no idea. I haven't heard that. But 
I also kind of also kind of feel bad for him because like he grew up a Yankee fan. Yeah, and he's yeah. just getting shat on left and right. It's like I, I hate under- that narrative though. It's like oh, I grew up a fan, man. I'm letting it down. I'll send it to you. Wow, he thinks he he says it's a real thing. I mean, look, I mean, it is hard to walk around town when you're when you're Joey Gallo right now because you can't bat more than one sixty. It's a it's a terrible thing. Anyway, that'll do it. Eric uh, Hosmer is a part of the deal. Hosmer got traded to the Nationals. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, look, it's fucking Soto. Well, I that was like you the tax thing all. they were trying to do. That was, that was part of the thing. Sean and a said. big, big pickup, um, Hawaii Mike, Florida Mike, he, he said, you know, Efros and Trevino are huge for the bullpen. They needed it. King went down. All of a sudden, what's his face is human? Uh, Clay Holmes, all of a sudden, not the, not the wild thing like I thought he was. You know, like he just, you know, bring, give me fucking the, Holmes. The Efros deal, though, I think is huge because they don't really have a sidearm pitcher, and that's kind of like a – unique pitching style in the in the MLB now where you don't you it's very rare. So if you can get a guy like that and he's under control for the next five years, I think it's a great deal by Cashman to get that one done, especially because you didn't have to give up much. But I think he adds a lot because some of the pitches like I've uh, seen him throw are disgusting. Yeah. This is so all, we, we this talk is we talk accurate, charges man. today. We 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 backtrack Damn. on the Browns a little shit, bit. Sean. Dave, what do we have for tomorrow? Tomorrow we have the Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders are the next team uh to join the Chop Sports Daily. We're gonna talk about them. Derek Carr getting his boy, his college roommate, Devontae Adams. We'll see if Gooch um thinks that that connection will uh, be a little bit you know, I'm no, sure he doesn't you, want to admit it. When but. you got a Hall of Famer thrown to it with, with another, with replacing a Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, you know, it's just <laughs> exactly, what happens, exactly. You know? And obviously, we'll recap all the uh, trades that happened throughout the course of the day today, which I'm sure will go down. Uh, I know the Yankees are still in action. I think they've got Seattle again. Yes. Um, but in the Mets, uh, I'm assuming they're back in there. Jeff Nelson, what are we? What are we doing here? Jeff Nelson. What about Jeff Nelson? Love Jeff Nelson. Him and his sidearm release. Anyway, it's been a show. We want to thank you guys for watching. As always, please like the video. That would really do us a solid. It's the little thumbs up thing on Twitter. On Twitter. On YouTube. Hit the thumbs up. We appreciate you. And, of course, tune in tomorrow and every weekday at 11 o'clock for the Chop Sports Daily. Please look for Brand New Fight Factory out today. That's him over yes, here, Wrestling Rob. Go download that if you're a professional wrestling fan. It's very, very good and informative. And, of course, today I'm going to sit down with John Paz of Rutgers Wrestling on my as uh, a sit-down uh, sit with Sturge, as that episode will probably drop tomorrow as well. So, for Sturge, Wrestling Rob, and, of course, Nick Behind the Glass, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. See you guys tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.